Fantasy Fuel is powered by Pole Sports. Get instant fantasy football advice through real-time polls by visiting polesports.com. What are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me trace it out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. And now, it's time for Twat, this week's Antonio Troubles. I'm sorry, everybody. We have to just start on this. Uh, We're going to talk about Mr. Big Chest. (laughs) Then we'll do a couple of polls on poll sports, and then we'll get into the meat of the show. But we have to talk about... Antonio Brown, Tom just Ugh. just worst, did a Raiders shuffle. Had to be the worst timing, <laughs> worst ever. timing ever. <laughs> and literally the next day, we yep. found out about Antonio Brown's feet and his helmet issues. Yeah. The feet we already knew about, but I, was, I wasn't worried about that. Right, it was right. the helmet that just threw me for a loop. It's like really not going to play again, again until you get your old helmet back. So, wow. So. Just today, an yeah. arbiter ruled against Antonio Brown's grievance to wear his old helmet. Right. And apparently on Instagram, AB wrote, While I disagree with the arbiter's decision, <laughs> I'm working on getting back to full health and looking forward to rejoining my teammates. So that I would take as good news <laughs> of him being able to play and he's not going to be a whiny little baby about not wearing his helmet. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see. Oh. I, that is interesting. I, I think he just has to say, "I gotta take use the helmet." He was probably just trying to see if he could be bullish enough to get his helmet back. But I don't. Yeah. If it was Tom Brady though, because Tom Brady doesn't like his helmet, the new ones. No. But if it was Tom Brady that said, "I'm never going to play again," they probably say, "Okay, you can have it." Grandfathered in. <sighs> Almost guarantee it. I, like that's just my feeling on that. It's very possible. Um, now, it's weird because we didn't necessarily think we'd be using this bump and talking about Antonio <laughs> no, Brown this not, long. No. And uh, I, online, I saw somebody write that almost all of Antonio Brown's issues have taken place now since. The Steelers versus Bengals wild card game on January 9th of 2016 after he sustained the head injury mm-hmm. from Vontez Burfitt. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there's a correlation, <laughs> but I'm starting to wonder. Uh, I mean, he was perfectly fine before. I've said this plenty of times. He was never a guy no. that caused any issues, and then all of a sudden something snapped. So, hey, maybe he got hit in the head too hard and something snapped. It's so possible. I, I mean... That's the only Do we know if he started dyeing his mustache <laughs> before or after this injury? I I don't know. I mean, that's we have to do some research on that. <laughs> now, just to pile on to the end of this, uh, apparently a trainer has sued Antonio Brown for unpaid fees and expenses while working out with him. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd throw yeah, that in there. Uh, a, yeah, sure. It's, do whatever you want. It's Antonio Brown at this it's point. Just Antonio do it. Antonio Brown. So you were asking me 
before the show started if mm-hmm. I thought Antonio Brown was going to play. Yeah. I have a feeling he will be out there, but, man, I am starting to lean towards that third option we talked about before of if he's going to be good and the Raiders are winning, if he's going to be good but the Raiders are losing, and if he's just going to quit. If Yeah, there's a, there's a chance at some point if something's going wrong with the Raiders, he just says, ah, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. You know what? I really don't like this helmet. <laughs> Walks off the field, <laughs> never to be seen again. <laughs> I could see that happening. That's that's the reality. Yes. To where right now we have gotten to see too much of Antonio Brown being ridiculous to where we have to actually pay attention to it. Now, here's the conspiracy theorist part of this. <laughs> Did the Raiders say, let's find something to get you away from training camp for a little bit so that he doesn't cause a giant distraction on hard knocks? I mean, wouldn't the feet do that in the first place? That should have been enough. That should have been have? enough. I, the helmet thing should not be. Yeah. I mean, that would be funny. That would be a great conspiracy. I love it. All right. All right. Before we get to the rest of the news, <laughs> I'm going to do a couple of polls because there's a couple um, mm-hmm. in here with Antonio Brown included yeah. in them. Um, right now, a couple just popped up, actually, so we'll do them really quick. Devin Punches. Devin punches. punches. Devin punches. Uh, Devin punches. Oh, oh, they're they're popping up as we speak. So literally, guys, pollsports.com, real time polls. Yeah, it is happening in front of my eyes yeah. where people are posting these polls. So it's it's already updated again. Adam Thielen or a 2019 108, uh, and it's updating again. <laughs> so I'm gonna get rid of this one. Adam Thielen or a 108 from 2019? I'm, I'm going Adam Thielen. Yeah, I'm just going Adam Thielen. He's going to help you out a lot this year, and probably if depending on if it's a redraft or whatever it is. But if if it's a dynasty, he's going to help you out for at least two more years, and there's a guarantee of that. And 108, you don't know what you're going to get. Right. Okay. People, stop making polls. There's too <laughs> many people making polls. Chris Thompson or a third-round pick this year? I like Ooh. Chris Thompson. But... Uh, Third round pick is so much nothing. Sometimes right. you gotta go with the, the player at that point. All right, here are the ones that I initially wanted to talk about <laughs> until people started making all these polls. Who wins this trade? Mm-hmm. David Johnson, Mike Evans, DJ Moore. Which again, another one popped up literally, so you can't see it on the screen if you're following us on YouTube <laughs> or Twitch right now. David Johnson, Mike yeah. Evans, DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. Or Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Joe Mixon. Dang, um, no qualifying yeah, information here. You gotta know. I have to know whether or not the quarterback situation is bad for this right. person, because I like Drew Brees and Michael Thomas and Mixon. I like a lot. And then uh, the other side was DJ Mike Evans, DJ Moore. Yeah. DJ Moore, neither one of us are high on, but he could be a he, decent player. He'd be player. fine, but the other two would it, equal out, or at least close to equal out the other guys, and then Drew yes. Brees, to me, is just going to be better than DJ So do Moore you like Michael Thomas and Joe Mixon more than David Johnson and Mike Evans? Michael Thomas and Mixon more than Johnson and Evans, yes, yes I do. I would agree. Uh, why are these people still making polls? I want to. <laughs> there we go. I'm going. It's not a bad thing. Yes. It's uh, just... We're trying to focus. Yes. Okay. So, here we go. There's the first Antonio Brown trade okay. because of everything that's going on. Would you rather have Antonio Brown or the 2019 101 and Sammy Watkins? 
Uh, yeah, I'm going one on one and Sammy. That's just just because the one on one to me has it is a, lot a dynasty, of so that makes a little yeah. bit of a difference too. I would assu- I was assuming. Yeah, the one on one still has a lot of overwhelmingly one on one. Yeah, now. and Sammy Watkins could be just as good as Antonio Brown this year if Antonio Brown says I've never thought I'd hear you say that <laughs> I, ever. I, I, yeah, I'm not a Sammy Watkins fan, but I'm coming back around on him. Uh, I have been for a little while now, and just the fact that. Antonio Brown is just being ridiculous about yes. everything. Doesn't make me feel comfortable at all drafting him or even having him on my team. So I want to try and get something out of him right. at this point. Here's another interesting one. Because of everything going on, would you rather have Antonio Brown or Chris Carson? I mean, mm. Obviously, Antonio Brown has more mm. possible value, but I, if is I was Chris gonna, Carson enough? Uh, if I was going to trade Antonio Brown, I'd be trying to get something more than just Chris Carson. Yes. Because you probably can. So at that point, I'm still sticking with Antonio Brown. Yep, and it's about two-thirds in favor yeah. of that one. And here's the last one I wanted to talk about. Travis Kelsey and Aaron Jones mm-hmm. or Le'Veon Bell and a 2019 third. 2019 third? Yeah, yeah. kind of a throw-in. I mean, it's it's... Just a keeper league PPR. I I'm going Kelsey and Aaron Jones. Yeah, I don't know how else you could go against Kelsey and Aaron. And it Jones. was overwhelmingly yeah. in that. All right, we're done with polls. Okay. As you can see, again, real time. It literally <laughs> was updating, and people were making polls as I was trying to talk about the ones already there. So when these Sundays come around, Thursdays oh, be, and Mondays come it's around, it's going to be crazy. Oh, it's, it's going to be, be awesomely crazy. Awesome. Yeah. But. We have more news. Cringeworthy player of the week. <sighs> Here we go. Yep. Now, this could just be a play by an agent or something trying to get a little bit more out of a deal that shouldn't happen in the first place, but... <laughs> Whatever you gotta say. <laughs> apparently... Dak Prescott has turned down $30 million a year yep. and is instead seeking $40 million a year. Based off of what? <laughs> I mean, that's the only question I have at this point. He hasn't proven it to get the kind of money that he is trying to get right now. That just, no. It, not take the $30 million, Take the $30 million. What, What's going to hurt? I mean, you, you're not a great quarterback. You're fine. Right. You're not fantastic, though. You don't deserve to be sitting there saying, I need more money, especially when you're running back. Your star running back <laughs> is doing something similar to it. And you know what? Every time Zeke has not been on the field, Dak Prescott is a bottom-tier quarterback. Yeah. It's like yep. a 68 quarterback rating when Zeke is not on the field. Yeah. So let's not pretend like Zach or Dak yep. is even worth the $30 million a year that he was offered. By all means, as an Eagles fan, as an Eagles fan, <laughs> give him the money. I will let you take Dak Prescott for years to come. I am comfortable with that. I have a that. question for you off, uh, oh, just oh, completely oh. going off bonkers here. Um would you rather have seen the Cowboys currently have Dak Prescott or Tony Romo? I would much rather have Dak Prescott because Tony Romo could actually win games. Yeah. He still was a bit on the not-so-clutch side, yeah. but he I, tried, and it, he you know, could make all the throws. After watching 
in listening to him uh, on all the football broadcasts and everything, I'm I realized just how smart he is. Yes. he could be a defensive coordinator. He could be just because he can predict the plays, what's going to happen. Right. So yeah, that's to me. I think he's just smarter than Dak Prescott. Not, I don't know Dak Prescott very often, very much, but it just seems the knowledge that I have from Tony Romo that seems what it would be like. Now, after all this, there was actually another tweet out there: is <laughs> Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott's representatives are not asking for forty million dollars a year. The source says that is false. <laughs> so one source says yes. he's asking for it. Another source says he's not. Sure. What do we believe? What do we believe? <laughs> Sounds I like believe everything. that no matter how this comes out, I'm smiling as an Eagles yeah, fan because they're paying Zeke, who has a lot of wear and tear. They've got to pay Dak if they want to keep him around, and they're going to have to play pay Amari Cooper at some point, who is also yep. not exactly a yeah. consistent number one wide receiver. So I'm happy. However, mm-hmm. this goes. Pay pay them men the money. <laughs> I would say Zeke deserves it. Nobody else on the team right now. He deserves it from what he's already done. Right. Whether or not his body can hold up to the length of a new contract is a different story. Anyway, I just saw that apparently Javion Clowney's name is trending, and (laughs) it is rumored that he's close to being traded. Okay. And I heard two, three weeks ago, Reggie messaged me. Mm -hmm. Network from Twitch. He messaged me. Hey, did you hear that? The, the rumor is the Texans are trying to trade Clowney to the Eagles. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I heard that he was trying to get go to the Jets as well. Oh, really? So, well, yeah, I, I think every, every team has probably heard that rumor. That's probably what it is. But yeah, oh, I, I don't I, – at this point, Clowney's just kind of washed up for me. I don't really right. need to – it's fine. If you put him on a team, he could be still good, but <laughs> – He's probably my best linebacker in the flag league, unfortunately. <laughs> so I need him you to get out there. You need him to there. be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm having some issues at linebacker yeah. in that league. But that's time for another day. Um, <laughs> so our our program today is all, all, all about... Man crush. We're talking about... Our man crushes. Yep. You hear it from time to time, but mm-hmm. today's episode is all about the guys <laughs> we are loving this year. Some of them you'll recognize, some of them you might not. Mm-hmm. Some of them are guys that we've talked about before, and some of them are guys that we have dumped on before, at least in my case. I've had a couple that I have yeah. not liked in the past, but this year, due to circumstances and mm-hmm. transactions, there's some... There's some guys out there that I'm starting to warm up to. But before we get to our players, I had a couple pieces of news for man crushes in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those man crushes for me last year was Jordan Reed. Okay. <laughs> he didn't completely perform, but guess what? He stayed healthy. That is true. And that is amazing. Yeah. And this year was the first time in three years he had an off season where he did not have to recover from an injury. Yeah, well, this could be this could be it. I mean, we still have him in Dynasty Savages. Top, so. top tier, top tier tight end. Yes, this is the top year. Top tier tight end. Oh, <laughs> and your man crush from the beginning of the offseason. It's still Last man, year, I'm giving you a hint. I already know what there. you're saying. He's still on my list. He's still on your list. I don't need to say much more about it, but he's still no. There. Um, apparently, on the sideline, Dante Jackson. 
he was observing Mr. CMC run <laughs> through the defense, and he said, quote, he can make you miss in a phone booth, man. He makes you think about every move you shouldn't make instead of the one you should. I'm telling you, the guy is insane, <laughs> but we can get to that later. Yes, we can get to that. Um, let's start off. I believe we only each have one quarterback yeah. on our list. I will let you start. Well, if you've been paying attention to Fantasy Fuel and me, I have had one man crush for a quarterback, and that has been Lamar Jackson. He right now it's 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 not crazy to think that he's going in the eleventh or the twelfth round, just based off of what ADP is right now. But from week eleven on, he averaged around twenty five points per game. That's which, awesome. Which is really good. It's very close to top twelve quarterback already. Right. So you're saying, all right, this guy who barely played last year played what you know from week eleven. Well, he played a little more than that. A but little it, bit. Yes. He was the starter after the yes. bye week. Um. So to say to say that he's not gonna be good this year is to me a stretch. And they're saying that he's better passing this year so far, <laughs> and they want him to do more passing. They don't want him to run the ball as much. But let's they're be real. still let's playing to his strengths. Be real. This yes. guy is a killer when it comes to running the ball. And if he can get that passing game down, watch out. That could be huge, huge, absolutely uh, enormous if he does. And that's the reason I like him so much is because the the running ability, and that's really all I have to say about Lamar Jackson because I have had this man crush on him, man crush for a long time. Yes, <laughs> and I, just to add on to that a little bit, yeah, I can see Lamar Jackson in fantasy world starting off slow. You're drafting him in the eleventh, twelfth round, whatever, right? And in certain leagues where maybe you have four-point passing touchdowns and six-point rushing touchdowns still, he's going to be a little more valuable. People might snag him up a little sooner. Mm -hmm. And I can see him starting off slow and just making some safe throws and running the ball, getting okay points but nothing spectacular. But if he stays healthy and he is healthy around week eight, and the Ravens yeah. are in contention for oh, that yeah. division, which I've already been on record saying I think any team in that division can win it. That's very true. He is going to be a buy-low target for me, and I'm telling you all the way out there, if he starts slow and is okay by week eight, they're going to start to unleash him. Yeah. And he is going to be a quarterback you want for yep. the fantasy playoffs. I'm telling you guys, man crushing all year I mean, I was even man-crushing last year on this guy. Yes. Because I knew the potential that he could have. Of course. Uh, so, yeah, we can move on to your man-crush now. Man-crush. <laughs> I just want to thank Brady for all of these yeah, wonderful awesome. bumps. He's done a lot for me. So, thank you, Brady, for these wonderful man-crush bumps. <laughs> My man-crush quarterback, it's probably no secret either. Yeah. He was a rookie last year as well. He only threw for 2,000 yards, 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, but he did have 631 yards rushing and eight touchdowns that way, mm -hmm. and that is Josh Allen. Yep. And now an offseason as the starting quarterback, yeah. number one reps. We don't have to worry about Nathan Peterman. Oh, my gosh. Who just had like a 60-yard run in the play, in the preseason <laughs> just the other day. And that's Looked the highlight good, of his career. Did not throw an interception. That's unreal. Just saying, Derek Carr, watch yourself. <laughs> 
But yes, Josh Allen is my man crush at quarterback. I am snagging him up wherever I can. Yeah. I have him in multiple super flex dynasties right now. Yeah. And this guy is going to be good for years to come. He's going to throw interceptions. Yes. yes. I would say I'm just gonna add something. Yes. It kind of feels like he's a poor man's Baker Mayfield. Like same age bracket. Yep. You know, same draft class. But nobody's thinking about Josh Allen, really. Everybody's no. thinking Baker Mayfield or even Kyler Murray. Yes. And that's crazy to me still. But, yeah, Josh Allen really has a good opportunity this year. And are we going into wide receivers after this? Because it will lead into it. Might as well. Okay. Well, if he has a really good you got Are you done? Yes. With, okay. Yeah, we're good. If he has a really good year, somebody else is going to have a really good year. Mm, and that's, I wonder who that could be. That's my man crush in Zay Jones. Hold up. Hold up. He's one of my man crushes, too. Whoa. <laughs> man crush. <laughs> oh, we have way too much fun with this, but that's okay. Continue. Yes. Uh, in, in many cases, he's going undrafted. Almost every draft I've been in, I haven't seen his name been popped up. I have taken him a couple times, so that doesn't really count. But my prediction for him this next year is at least 75 receptions. At least 800 yards, and I'm going to give him the same amount of touchdowns that he had okay. last year, seven touchdowns. Doesn't seem out of the realm of possibilities. No. I could see him going for 100 for 1,000. I really could. I don't have any problems going there because if Josh Allen, like you say, is going to be good, which I believe he will be, or at least have improved significantly, you can't be much worse than what he was last year. So let's just be real about right. that. And Zay Jones last year didn't have a bad year. I believe Zay Jones will have a a really good year this year. And he started coming on towards the end of the year, yes. which is an important mm-hmm. thing to note because that's when Josh Allen started getting, I think, a little more confident. Yeah, oh, yeah no doubt. He was running all year long, but he started actually hooking up with one Zay Jones yes. a little bit more often, and that's why I've had my eye on him. And he was a uh, uh, ESP for you last year. Mm-hmm. And what did I say? Let's hold that off for one more year. <laughs> I'm going to bring that one up. If he starts having a good year, we're, we're going to play we'll that sound bite. We'll you there, guys yeah. will hear it again. Uh, so I, I don't have much to add other than that. So I'm going to do my next wide receiver sure. man crush. And that is somebody that if he could just stay healthy all year long, he is probably one of the best values at wide receiver at the ADP he is going right now, and that is Will Fuller. Will Fuller. Deshaun Watson's best bud. Yeah. This guy, he scores touchdowns upon touchdowns without catching that many balls, and that is insane. So if he can stay on the field, this guy might have 15 touchdowns by the end of the year. Yes. I mean, he only played seven games last year with 503 yards. So... Add another seven, that's over a thousand. That's not even a complete season. Right. So if he's healthy, like you said, mm. could be a huge year. Huge year. Huge, huge year. All yeah. right, go ahead with your next one. <laughs> My next one is um, we've talked about him a few times, and that's Emmanuel Sanders. Okay. Um, last year, Sanders averaged, you know, think about this. He averaged more fantasy points than Keenan Allen, Tyler Boyd, Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, and Amari Cooper. Oh, wait, Jarvis Landry. Oh, wait. Alshon Jeffrey, huh? Kenny Galladay, Stop. And, and there's more. <laughs> there's more. But I won't get into all of them. <laughs> My point is, though, that these guys that I just mentioned are all going before Emmanuel Sanders in almost every single draft. So Sanders is going like the 11th round or so, maybe yes, sometimes even later. 
Not on my watch. You. I'm going to be drafting Emmanuel Sanders before anybody else is because I believe he's going to have a really good year. Maybe not as good as Keenan Allen, but he averaged, when he was on the field, averaged more than all of them players. It's it's insane how much disrespect Emmanuel Sanders yes, is getting. It's true. Everybody's saying talking about Cortland Sutton. I've even seen a guy on Twitter is saying Deshaun Hamilton's gonna catch a hundred balls this year. <laughs> like, all right, for That's, one I mean, fine, but last year we were talking about do you take Demarius Thomas or right. Emmanuel Sanders? Right. And we already what said is, mm-hmm. seventh round Emmanuel Sanders, fourth round Demarius Thomas. Mm-hmm. They had the same stats. Let's take Emmanuel in the seventh. Uh, do I want him in the 10th or 11th or 12th round? Uh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> that is just insane. Yes. So, yeah, I thought about putting him on my list, but I had a feeling he might be on yours. Oh, yeah. so. Mine are all pretty much obvious, except for a couple people. Maybe. All right. Do you have another wide receiver? I do. All right, well, you fo- you're all full of running backs, huh? Uh, well, I've got my tight ends, remember? I'm the tight oh, end I've guy I've got this a year. lot of wide receivers. All so right. I'll just, well, I'll you do. Right you do. Them. Yep, there you go. My next guy is Hunter Renfro. I've talked about him a little Ooh. bit. If you listen to my update episode, I talked about him there, too. But right now, he's currently on the depth chart at the slot receiver position. For the Raiders, um, and Gruden likes Renfro, and he's, he he's he has been talking about him since he drafted him. But this is what the most recent thing that he said about him was: he can be a good punt returner, which in the flag league is huge. Right. Uh, he can play in the slot really well. He we've moved him around. He can go outside. He's quick. He's fast. He's got sure hands. I'm glad we drafted him. That was a good pick. Now. Gruden, I've, he's he's done a lot of crazy things and a lot of weird stuff, but if Antonio Brown goes off the wall and he ended up either not playing or cuts out sometime during the year, Hunter is going to have a huge year. And I think he's going to have a pretty decent year anyway. And I just read a, a, just a lot of little articles about him and, his, and the way that he conducts himself, how he is right. just pushing through every single practice as hard as he can, 100% effort. That's the kind of guy you want to look at, especially when he's getting noticed by the coaches. I'm going to say I have Hunter Renfro in exactly one league. Mm -hmm. That was a startup league that had all the rookies and everything all piled into one, and that was the only rookie that I was able to take. So I've got one guy on my taxi squad in that league, and it is Hunter Renfro. <laughs> and I did it based purely off of what you had been yep. telling me before. Yep. And everything since then has been nothing but positive. It's all been really good news after after that. And so I feel good about myself for finding this one because yes. nobody else really was paying attention to Hunter Renfro until I saw it and was like, hey, this guy looks like he could be pretty good. And here we are. Bad crush! Um, <laughs> since we are uh, continuing on wide receivers, I have two more. Uh, right now, I'm going to go with Keyshawn Johnson. Oh, boy. It's not going to be easy to shine where there's so much competition at the wide, uh, wide receiver position on this team. But right. he's already made it a little bit of, uh, known for himself on this team so far, and he's getting a praise. His route running is amazing. That's what I was looking at the first time I saw Keyshawn Johnson. I was like, Keyshawn Johnson? Right. <laughs> okay, I got to look at this guy. And then they said his route, ra- his route running was about the best that they've seen in anybody in the draft. So I said, okay, I got to pay attention to this guy. And now so far he has made a, a name for himself. He has. And he's got a real chance to be the number three guy on that team. I think there, there's still some uh, – 
some things we got to find out still about this team and where all these wide receivers are going to line up. But I need everybody to pay attention to Keyshawn Johnson because I really do believe at some point, whether or not it's this year or next year or the next year, even after that, right. he's going to be great, and he's my man crush. There are so many guys it's crazy. in yep. Arizona that it's it's hard to key in on one guy. Key in <laughs> key on one guy. But um, <laughs> now that I'm done with that stupid pun, yes, I, I am keeping my eye on everybody in Arizona. Yeah, of course. I'm liking what I'm hearing and seeing out of Kyler Murray. Yeah. And Larry Fitzgerald to be a mentor yeah. to all those young guys is going to be... It, Agreed. It can't be better than that. Yeah, it, yeah, Larry Fitzgerald's awesome. So I'll get on to my last and final wide oh, receiver. Yeah, okay, since, all right. since you didn't do more than what one no, or whatever, I got one more. Oh, you do? I do. Oh, well, then let's let you. Oh, let's you let you speak my... for a little bit. All right. Well, he is practically my number one wide receiver in <laughs> the league <laughs> that I have Hunter Renfro in because sure. I went running back heavy because mm-hmm. I only have to play one wide receiver. Now, it'll probably start the season off as Jarvis Landry, but I might sprinkle in a little Dante Pettis. All right, yeah. He is my other man crush. I saw uh, a video on Twitter just the other day. Check this route running by Dante Pettis. (laughs) And he is just breaking people's ankles, but the quarterback wasn't finding him. Oh, man. But that was before... Uh, or after Jimmy Garoppolo was injured, I believe. Okay. So now right. if Jimmy GQ is actually able to maintain his health, mm-hmm. I think he is going to find Dante Pettis because Dante Pettis is a good, great red zone target. Yeah. And Five touchdowns last year. And that's only games. on 27 catches. Right, yeah. So this guy knows how to get in the end zone, and mm-hmm. if he can just have a quarterback trust him, which I think Garoppolo can, he's going to have a good year. And let's let's face it, Garoppolo has to have a chance to do something here. And and I think a lot of it does hinge on Garoppolo. I'm still up in the air on what he's going to be this year, and I think a lot of other people can be yes. that way. But I think there's a chance Garoppolo could go back to what we saw when he first got to that team. The last five and games of that season we were like, oh my went, Gosh, this is unreal. If he gets back to that, Dante Pettis is going to be huge. Absolutely. And just it doesn't mean anything, but I was looking on my fantasy league and their projected stats for Dante Pettis. And even if this is all he gets, which I think he's capable of much more, they're projecting him for 56 catches, 900 yards, and nine touchdowns. Yeah. That's good enough. Mm -hmm. You know, 900 yards and nine touchdowns, that is good enough for a flex play most weeks. And if he's any more than that, he is going to be a wide receiver two or three that you're going yeah. to have in your lineup every single week. Yep, agreed. Now I'll get to my last wide receiver man okay. crush. That one, we could probably agree on some of it. But <laughs> I've been talking about him all year. I had, it's funny, I have rookies as my man yes. crushes. But uh, DK Metcalf, get ready for a big year out of this guy. I really think he's going to have something. And you got Russell Wilson throwing you the ball. I mean, his floor to me is not that low. So it's like his ceiling is astronomical to me. It can be, what, yes. It, it's, you know, I'm not saying he's going to get there right. this year or next year, whatever, but I, I'm saying he's going to have a very solid year, and he's not being drafted super high. So I think there's a possibility there that he could be astronomical. <laughs> we'll see. 
But that's just me. I, I think he'll be a stud in no time. He does seem to pair well with yeah, oh, yeah. Russell Wilson's yeah. abilities. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that's why they drafted him. They We thought we were the Seahawks were going to draft them about three different times in that second <laughs> round. They kept trading back. And our friend Asa was like, what are they doing? Just take him. And right, they right. still got him with like the last pick yep. in the second round. It so, all worked out. Yeah, it all worked out. All right. Um, we're doing running backs last, I assume. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so I have the multitude of tight ends, so I will start <laughs> with tight end. And this guy's been in the league for, what, six years now at least? Um, Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. Yep. I have a feeling that this guy, and he's been fairly consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's always getting five, six, seven, eight touchdowns. He's getting between 57 and 83 catches the last few years. He's getting between 530 and 840 yards receiving. And last year with Kirk Cousins, he had 64 catches. Yeah, That's a good yeah. amount of catches. He only had mm-hmm. four touchdowns. I expect that to change this year. I really do. I think he's going to be north very close to that double-digit touchdown marker this year. I could see that happening. I mean, uh, he's he's somebody definitely going under the radar. I mean, is he even being drafted in some of these leagues? I, I, it's close. So, yeah, if he's not he's not even going drafted and if you have a man crush on him, I I, I absolutely like it. I really do. Man <laughs> crush. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a turtle saying that. It's interesting. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I've got three tight ends. I believe you only have one. I have one. Okay, yeah, so ahead. I'm going to go with the other one that I've already talked about. And again, if this guy stays healthy, he is going to be a steal. <laughs> a steal. Yeah. Because Andrew Luck is my MVP. Yeah. Oh. And Jack Doyle. Jack. Is another Doyle. one of my man crushes. Yeah. This guy, Andrew Luck, loves tight ends. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just care about one tight end on the field. He can have multiple tight ends on the field, and he will feed them all. We've seen it. Yeah. When Jack Doyle was healthy last year, he had games where both he and Ebron did really well. Yes. And the year before, when Ebron wasn't there, Jack Doyle had 80 catches, Mm -hmm. 690 yards, and four touchdowns. Yeah. Now, he might not be a touchdown monster, but if he can get 80 catches again... That's all you need at the tight end position, well, and you can forget about it. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, he's going to have the yardage to pile on top of that. But, I mean, he's not huge in yardage as well. But he had 26 receptions last year, uh, 245 yards, and two touchdowns. I think that, I mean, that's going to improve uh, ridiculous course. because he's going to be on the field a lot. And if he is on the field a lot, I mean, this like I said before, I said this could be, and I said this about so many people, so maybe this will be the one time <laughs> I actually have This could be the new Gronk and Aaron Hernandez type of thing to where we see two very viable tight ends yes. on the field at the same time for the same team. Right. So we'll see. I, I like it. I'm not as high on Doyle as you are, but I know you've been man crushing on him for a while, yes. so I have to pay attention to that. All right. Who do you have at tight end? Well, it's really weird. I've been having all these... These rookies and man, crush. <laughs> I haven't been super high on the rookie tight ends, but I have T.J. Hawkinson in there, and I know 
They're saying he's not listed at the number yeah. one tight he won't end position. Start the season, whatever. As a I don't Who need. Cares? To, I'm believing in the hype when it comes to TJ Hawkinson. Yes. He's going to have a very, very good year, and he's being drafted pretty late right now. So I'm, I'm starting to to get that crush, that that man crush feeling on mm-hmm. this guy. Because That's... why not? I mean, if you can get him late, and everybody else has all these other. I mean, I did it in the. In the draft that we just did, the last episode, the 100th episode, yep. I got him and I got another uh, rookie tight end. I can't remember who it was. But i that's just to, the plan for me right now at this point. You, tight ends are going so late. These good tight ends have a real possibility, and that's just where I'm going with it. And I did a mock last night preparing for our mm-hmm. charity league yeah. draft that we are playing to beat some of the uh, industry people. We're sure. playing for Make-A-Wish. Mm-hmm. And I did a mock. It, there's no way I can set up a mock draft for the way this yeah. league is, yeah. but I did my best. <laughs> Basically a two-quarterback league, but we can have whatever we want. We don't even have to have a running back on our team if we want in right. this style. So I did one, and I took late. I just punted tight end. Like I've said before, exactly. I got TJ Hawkinson. Yep. I got Noah Fant. Noah Fant. And I believe I took Jordan Reed. And yeah. I'm like, one of Whatever. Them, one of them's going to hit. You know one of them's going to hit. And if none of them, who cares? Because we, we don't, we have don't even him. have to start them. You don't them. have to play them, yeah. And so, then, yeah. Like, that's a great, it's a great way to do the draft. But the guy I am trying to get in mm-hmm. most leagues, because he is going to climb, I guarantee you he's going to climb higher and higher. And he can't get too much higher without being ridiculously overblown. <laughs> By the end of this preseason, and when most people are due their drafts, is Evan Ingram. Yeah, I was thinking about that. At this point, go ahead. But I, I, I really do think that's a good one. <laughs> this guy, we already know what he can do. And what he can do is get a bunch of balls thrown his way. Mm-hmm. In his rookie season, he had 115 targets and 64 catches. Mm-hmm. And again, most of that was without Odell Beckham on yep. the field. Here we go. And last year, he had 64 targets and 45 catches. So his percentage catch rate increased. That's what I wanted to see. I was very reluctant on him the first year because he had barely over 50%. And that's not good when you're getting that many targets. Yes. If you can get 65, 70% catch rate, this guy's going to catch almost 100 balls. He he might rival Zach Ertz's season last year. We'll we'll have to see. Um, I don't want to completely go that far but um because we're ha- we're going to have a battle between Eli Manning and Daniel Jones and from what I saw from Daniel Jones didn't look half bad last preseason game so He's Allen Iverson. He doesn't do good in practice. <laughs> Who cares about practice? But he stepped onto the field in that preseason game and went like 6 for yeah. 6 and threw a touchdown in the first drive. I was like, "All right. Well, maybe well, they Yeah, a lot maybe. you know I noticed that, you know, uh obviously uh, Mayfield did really well in his preseason yes. debut, and so did De- Sam Darnold. So I'm just like, okay, I got to calm down a little <laughs> yes. bit, a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think Daniel Jones has a really good chance of taking that spot, even if Eli Manning doesn't completely suck. Right. If if he's just okay, and they think that they can do better with Daniel Jones, maybe they just put him out there, and we'll see what happens when it comes to Evan Ingram. That could be. I mean, they could have a huge hookup right there. I don't think it's going to matter. It, it probably doesn't who matter who the quarterback really is doesn't. because Golden Tate is not a guy who gets a lot yeah. of separation. He's a good route runner. He's not anywhere close to Sterling Odell Sterling Shepard's not a huge threat. Sterling Shepard is 
the epitome of a second wide receiver. Right. He's never going to be a number one. And Golden Tate is like, to me, he's a, he's a number two at this point in his yes. career. He's not a number one. So they have two twos, and they have what I think is their best receiver in Evan Ingram. And the guy who might lead the team in catches is in the backfield. Saquon Barkley still might have the most catches on that team mm-hmm. by the end of the year. But I think Evan Ingram right. could if they're actually throwing the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. So... That ends That's our tight ends. tight ends. All right, Man we're going crush. to running backs, and we'll do a couple. <laughs> and then uh, we haven't done too many this year, but we've got a couple of ESPs. We do have some ESPs. So I think I will let you start All right. with running backs. My first man crush, and if you've been listening, like I've said, it's James White. He, right now he's being drafted mid-sixth round, sometimes later than that, which is insane to me because I'll just I'll, I'll put it this way. My fantasy league has him projected for 222.5 points, which is an average about 14 points per game, which is pretty decent. Now let's look at Sony Michelle and what my fantasy league projects for them for him, and that's 228 points <laughs> per game. And which where is do you about, have to take him in which, a draft? Which is about 14 <laughs> points or 228 points for the season, 14 points per game. So almost exactly the same amount of projected points. And Sony Michelle, you have to take in the fourth round as opposed to mid to late sixth round. Do we have another Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders situation here? This is exactly the same. Let's remember what James White did last year. He was amazing. And now everybody seems to, like, overlook him and just completely say, whatever, it's going to be Sony Michelle, which it very well could be, but James White's going to have perfectly fine year. Year after year. Yes, I love him, too, obviously. We mm-hmm. loved him from the start. We hated that he went to the Patriots. But yeah, being from Wisconsin, yeah, yeah. we were rooting for him anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my first first man crush is a guy that, with all the <laughs> events surrounding Oakland, <laughs> is a guy that I believe is going to be on the field a lot. Yeah. And he's going to catch a lot of balls. Mm-hmm. But he's not a wide receiver. He's mm-hmm. a running back. Mm-hmm. And that is Mr. Jalen Richard. Okay. This guy doesn't even get drafted yeah, in no, a lot no. of leagues. No. And if you're in a PPR league, just please take this guy in the last round. Yep. Please. Yep. There's nothing bad that can come of taking this guy Absolutely in not. the last yep. round. And you might just have a James White type running back. It's very possible. And you gotta think to yourself for a second here. Who are you gonna take in the last round? It's a, it's you you always just well whatever I'll just if take you gotta this have back. kickers and defenses that's, that's who's who you're taking be. in your last round but if you don't have to you're probably just taking a flyer on somebody and this is a perfect flyer perfect. right here I absolutely love it I, I completely agree with you <laughs> man crush <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right I'll get to my next one and if this year this is probably the this is probably one of my biggest man crushes this year because I've talked about him so many times and that's Aaron Jones. I don't know what else I need to say because if you've been listening, I, I bring it up like every week it seems like. Yes. But do I need to say it anymore? Last year he was had the highest average <laughs> per, per rush. Yeah, and now he has a new coach who ran the ball a ridiculously a, a ridiculous <laughs> amount, and and it's not going to be just the Aaron Rodgers. So we're going he, he's going to a team that threw the ball a ton, way more than they should have, and. He's going to balance that out. Aaron Jones is going to have a really, really good year. He keeps climbing my rankings. Like, I just keep saying, all right, I like him more than this guy. 
Well, I like him more than this guy now. Oh, wow. It, it kind of surprises me a little bit. And I really believe Aaron Jones is going to have a great year. Yeah, you have definitely convinced me <laughs> about Aaron Jones. And I watched just a few rounds. The fantasy footballers had their celebrity mm-hmm. draft. And these guys knew what they were doing. Zach Efron was in this, and he had one of the better teams drafted. <laughs> I was I was a little surprised. Yeah. But at the they the fantasy footballers had the I think they had the first or no, they had to turn picks. Okay. And they got to I think it was the end of the third and because it was only a ten team league. So right. this is basically a mid third round pick in twelve team leagues. And they're like, We have to get Aaron Jones here. That that's the pick. Yeah. All three of them are like, yeah, yep. we have to get Aaron Jones. Yep. There's nothing else left. And if they're saying it and we've We're, been saying yep. it, the only thing that can stop this guy is an injury. I, yeah, I, think. I, think, I really do believe that. I mean, that's that's a possibility with him because we've seen it in the past. But even if it's Aaron Jones, then you got Williams sitting right behind him. That's another guy. You is he even getting drafted? Oh no! At, Unless at this point by the Aaron Jones. Yeah, owners. that would be the that would be the case at that point. But yeah, completely. Just in love, in love with Aaron Jones. And I don't know if I mentioned it. I know I wanted to on a past episode where we talked about this guy. Last season, he didn't touch the ball between his attempts and catches more than 20 times in a single game and Mm -hmm. not more than 17 rushes in any Mm -hmm. game. And every time he got that many... Oh, let's see. Uh, 72 yards and a touchdown. 78 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. Yep. 145 yards and two touchdowns. Yep. 86 yards and a touchdown. And that's on 12 carries. Yes. This yep. guy is insane if he can just get the opportunity and the Packers decide I, to I, run the ball a little I more. I really do believe that he's going to get that opportunity. If he, he gets the opportunity and completely goes, just is it's just terrible, then whatever. But right now, it's based on the opportunity and what he's done last year, and this could be huge. This could be very huge. And my next one, man, gosh, just a whisper, because <laughs> I'm I'm still liking this person. Okay, but the rookie that this team drafted has been going in like the fourth round, oh. and this guy's being uh-huh. undrafted. And we have the other guy, the other running back in this backfield in a dynasty league. I'm talking about the Chicago Bears backfield. Mm. Tariq Cohen is Tariq Cohen. Yeah. He is great in a PPR league. He's even better in leagues like the flag where you can get punt and kick return yards. And everybody is on David Montgomery. Yeah. The fantasy footballers mm-hmm. wanted to take him in like the fourth round. Like, oh, well, let's get him. Oh, I'm like, Mm-mm. I just, I can't quite see it. I think. Now, it might not be an amazing season, right. but I think there's going to be more of a shared backfield between right. these three guys than everybody else thinks there is. Because Mike Davis, when he touches the ball, he's good. Yeah, He averages you know four and a half yards a carry, and he catches the ball. And I, I don't know what more you expect out of a guy like that yeah. in the Chicago Bears offense. That's why they signed I can, him. Yeah, I completely – I've – Ever since this is one of the guys that you've convinced me on, Mike Davis, <laughs> I convinced you on Aaron Jones. You're flipping it on Mike Davis for me because I really I, I didn't think anything of him. I was thinking Montgomery, Montgomery, Montgomery the whole time, and then all of a sudden Mike Davis came into the picture. I was like, you know what? You might be right about this. <laughs> and so I've been looking into him, and he's been really throughout the years that he's been playing. Like you said, he's been good when he's on the field. And I really I think that this is one of these guys that is just going so late in drafts that it is such a value. Uh, if if he does anything, 
it's 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 exactly what you needed out of that guy because you got him that late. There's about three guys on my list that you can take in the last round. Yeah. Is that wrong? <laughs> no, that's that's right. <laughs> but I want that's... all of them, and I don't have three last rounds. I can't, yeah. I can't keep taking these guys. Like I got to pick <laughs> one, maybe two, to take in those last rounds. So which ones am I going to go? I mean, it's it. I guess it depends on the league. If it were standard, I'd go Davis over Richard. But if standard, it's PPR, yes. I'm going Richard over Davis. Yeah. But yeah, do you have more than one running back left? I just got my ESP. All right, then I guess we will have to go right into it. ESP, early season predictions. I guess I'll take it. I'll take it first. All right, guys, I made this up. (laughs) I'm going to read you what I made up because I typed it all out. That's how confident I was in this. My ESP is about Carlos Hyde. This was made before Andy Reid said that there's going to be a running back by committee. So put that on the back burner. And also after they said Damian Williams was going to be the main guy. (laughs) Yes. I've said it's ever since they said Damian Williams was going to be the main guy, I'm thinking, no, it's going to be Carlos Hyde's going to be something. He is. All right. So this is what I read before we got the news of them splitting the carriers or whatever they're going to do. If you don't think the Chiefs are going to use Hyde, then you're fooling yourself. Number one. Damian Williams will miss a couple games. I almost guarantee it. Listen to this. Okay, I found this. I'm listening. (laughs) It's a study by Sports Health. It says, In the elite athlete, hamstring injuries cause prolonged absences from competition and have high reoccurrence rate. Given the financial and competitive concerns associated with professional athletes, the time to return to activity is of particular importance to the athlete and the team. Thus, 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 there, there is pressure on the medical staff and athletic trainers to return an athlete to competition as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. You shouldn't That's be doing very that. Very wrong. Failing to properly rehabilitate or returning to competition prematurely can result in further injury and or a chronic strain. A high, how many times have I said something about <laughs> too many hamstring injuries? Hamstring I know bad. They, they said it wasn't <laughs> a hugest deal with him. Doesn't matter. But we're already talking about running back by committee, okay? Second, I don't think they want Williams to handle the entire workload. This was all written before. All written before they said they're running back by committee. Okay, guys? So I can see Hyde being a lot bigger than people think. He's going in the 10th round right now, and it's probably going to change now because of this of this running back by committee of course, thing. yes. So it's time to pay attention to Carlos Hyde. My prediction is that Hyde will, at the end of the season, will be the number one running back for the Chiefs. That's a uh, quite a, a bold prediction. It's a prediction, but I believe it. I'm not sure <laughs> if it's as bold as mine. Okay. Do it. Uh, I'm, I'm scared <laughs> because I have been kind of like on the Aaron Jones deal. I've mm-hmm. been coming around, and every time I look and see the position that this team is in, I keep seeing this vision of a league-leading rusher. (laughs) 
<laughs> you gotta spill it, man. Derrick Henry. Oh man! Wow. Okay. All right. That's fine. Go for he it. He averaged about five yards a carry. Yeah. Last season. Mm-hmm. That if he can get three hundred carries, that's fifteen hundred ish yards. That is enough that could lead the league in rushing. Because last year he only had two hundred fifteen touches. That Titans offense was a little weird. Mm-hmm. They had issues. Their defense carried them. This year, I think <laughs> Derrick Henry is going to touch the ball way more, and he is going to legitimately take the rushing title. That is that is a stretch, no doubt about that. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say this about Derrick Henry: he surprised me last year. I thought he was going to be absolute garbage, and you know, did not. Maybe not absolute garbage. I just didn't think he was going to be as good as people were thinking he was going to be. And then, like the last six games of the season, he was off, and I was completely proven wrong. And I've never been like high on him, but right. this year I haven't really been low on him. Every time I see his name, like I always consider it. Yes. That's a, that's put, that's a big thing for me yes. if I'm considering Derrick Henry. So I I'm fine with it. Uh, you had uh, ESP last year on. Uh, Vante. Vante Adams, completely, completely correct. So I'm going to let you do it, and maybe <laughs> I'm going to have to start considering Derrick Henry even more. I have been taking him more and more <laughs> in drafts. I was just going to look up. I can't, couldn't remember. I've done so many mocks lately. <laughs> if I took uh, Derrick Henry in our 100th episode, spectacular. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> I, there's something about it. Mm-hmm. This is just an ESP. Oh, yeah. And I don't have to have too much of a reasoning behind it. But last year, we we had some good ones. And right now, that's that's what I'm on. I'm on Derrick Henry like doing it. everything. And, yes, I did take him in that mock Very draft. Yeah. I believe I took him in the uh, mock that I did last night for the charity league. And I'm like, I keep ending up with him because it's it's like <laughs> it's a good towards value. the fourth round, it's a and good I, value. I really think yep. I'm, I'm on him more than guys like Leonard Fournette. When we do this draft, <laughs> we're taking Aaron Jones and Derrick Henry if we can. I've already got him in multiple <laughs> leagues. Am I putting all my eggs in one basket? No, we don't want to do that. But if we really believe it and it's of good value, I have never I never have a problem taking a good value. I don't care how many times I got the guy on my team. If it's a good value, I go for it. Yep. I, yeah, that's value and consistency. Yes. Hopefully these guys will be consistent enough. Uh, most of them have been consistent when mm-hmm. healthy. Yeah. And that's, of course, that's the, the biggest, key. Yep, that's biggest key. key to fantasy football. You have the option to play these guys all year long. <laughs> you're going to be fine. But if you don't have the option and yep. you're shopping the waiver wire mm-hmm. and you're taking what's left off other people's teams... It's going to be a long year. <laughs> but that is going to wrap up this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed and take what we say with these guys seriously. The, the yes. we, we are high on these guys. Yes. This isn't just for fun. Um, right. I, I honestly believe in every single one of these guys. If yep. they all get the chance is going to be some of the concern with guys like Mike Davis, will he right. get the chance and will he Same outperform? Same with uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Exactly. I don't know exactly what's going to happen there, but if I he... like him and I really believe he's going to be something. Yep. All right. Well, I guess uh, 
we should probably put these guys on the website. <laughs> yeah, sure. On our rankings it. page, fantasyfuelpodcast dot com. Go there. We'll put our man crushes up there, and we should probably put our ESPs up there too. We should Just, start doing the ESPs on. Yes, there. we I can put our that. ESPs on there too. Yeah. Um, it, it's getting close. Preseason week one is over. We don't have too much time. We have less than a week. Yes, before the Midwest Fantasy yes. Football Expo. Getting ready. It's it's going to be insane. We're driving up on Saturday. It's mm-hmm. going to be a long drive. That's going to be our next episode, correct? Uh, yeah. That as long it, as everything goes smoothly. Yes. As, <laughs> if we have the options, yeah. we might even record or maybe do something on Twitch on Saturday night sure. or something or maybe on the drive. We can do Twitch we, in we, the car. We could try. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, we might have a lot of time to talk with you guys on the drive there and the drive back. Oh, so yeah. that'll be fun. But you can catch us uh, Facebook.com. Uh, slash fantasy fuel twitter at fantasy fuel you can find us everywhere just type in fantasy fuel in any of your podcast search engines iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. spotify all that good stuff mm-hmm. uh check out the midwestffexpo.com website again less than a week away if you want a ticket go there type in the word fuel you get five bucks off your ticket that's awesome Polesports.com. You saw it earlier in the episode. Yeah. We were just trying to talk about some polls, mm-hmm. and people were making them left and right, and it's only going to be even more popular as yeah. the season gets closer. So please get on that. Check them out. Um, yeah, and if you're into audio dramas, I'm in one called The Veiled Monarch, and pretty soon there will be another one called The Veiled West. Yep. And uh, hopefully even more than that, that's either here nor there but that's another passion of mine any last thoughts boy i can't wait for the regular I, this is I, I feel like i say it every week i can't yes. wait for the regular season to start preseason has gotten me into it there's not already. enough time to prepare for it and yet it's not getting here soon yeah enough. that it does feel that way you're right all right that does it for us again thank everybody thank you all for listening we appreciate it don't forget stay fueled up this fantasy season